Welcome NASCAR fans. Hello, are you cool cat and kittens? And welcome to another episode of Left is Right, a NASCAR podcast. Today brought to you by Matt Adam Brent and a new guest, actually a returning guest, Drew. What's up, Re buddy? Re reoccurring guest now, boys. Yeah, appreciate Recurring you. Guest. Yeah, yeah, you did such a good job in your segment, your weather forecast, and your little, you know, you came on hot and guns and blazing and started crapping on us. And, uh, you know. <laughs> And we had to have you back to have a full show, you know. Yeah, I'd be Yeah, I'd be a liar if I um, if I said I didn't check the forecast again later on, and uh, you know, looking on that Sunday. But yeah, glad it panned out. So <laughs> it, it, it sure did. So and off the cuff. So we did that on what a Wednesday. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. That's you nailed the forecast. So yeah, five days out, he nailed it. You're one for yeah. one, buddy. Or no, four days. Yeah, four well, days. I don't know. It's way better than the Detroit guys do. <laughs> They're like it's gonna rain all day today, all day, and it'll just be sunny. So rain, fifty percent. Yeah, make the call, <laughs> figure it out. Yeah. Yep. Oh Jesus! So how's everybody doing? Everybody doing all right? Yeah, in the dream, hanging in there, hanging in Good. there. Good. It's, it's another day. So Brent, you did. Uh, you made okay. the trip. Made the trip there and back on a uh, two wheel sled across state lines. It was. It was great. Well, the morning ride was awesome. I got up. I got on the road at 6.30. It was like 68 degrees outside, and the sun was coming up. Made it down to mid-Ohio at about, at about 10. It was like 75, and um, got to see some, some stadium super trucks going off, you know, dirt bike-looking jumps on a, on a road course, which is the, the craziest. But they, they should bring the stadium super trucks to every NASCAR race and just set them loose. Before before the NASCAR race, because I it's don't know why they're great. not running together. They should just make that happen, you know. Just combine yeah, the series. It's, it's amazing. Call amazing. it the I Camping showed, World I showed Super my daughter. Trucks. They'll love it, you know. <laughs> hey, you know, it's perfect. Get Camping World, get on this stuff. They need a, they need a, a, a sponsor. Sponsors everything I else. My daughter videos. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. I show my daughter videos, and I show her one of the of the regular um, uh, regular Trinity race, and she goes, "Where's the jumps?" <laughs> like, well, it's like waiting for him to go out fly through the air like like this is stupid yeah. <laughs> yeah. but uh no it was a, it was a great day it got bloody hot the the afternoon the ride back was was rather toasty but uh the racing was was good uh was really good um all the drivers that we thought would do well did really well um the dinger brought it home adam uh adam takes the cake I there gonna, i was gonna say did you pick me up a dinger nation t-shirt Slow clap. Should have got you a dinger. Should have got you a dinger nation T-shirt. Yeah, my my pick of Austin Cindric uh, was doing what I hoped I expected him to do. He had a ten plus second lead with a few laps left, and uh, <laughs> caution came out, and he did not get a good restart. And Almendinger got around him in turn one, and then Cindric, Ty Gibbs, and I forget. Who else went three wide coming out of turn one, and uh, a little pinball action happened, and Cindric went sailing through the uh, the infield grass <laughs> there, going out to the keyhole turn. Oh yeah, <laughs> at a rather high rate of speed. So kind of like Gregson did right off the start, you know? Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh, yeah. Gregson raced for maybe three hundred yards, went wide <laughs> coming out of turn one, and stuffed the entire splitter through the entire heat cool cooling system on the car. 
um, did, within a matter of seconds. So more more importantly, with Gregson on that incident, did did uh, I mean you weren't you were physically there, but obviously not standing in front of him when he said this. But Matt, did you catch his uh, post race interview? Or, or post-crash interview or post-care center interview? Do you know what? You sent me a clip, and he had he had something snarky. He was about to go hang out in the merch trailer and drink well, beer. So, what did he say? So he, he, you know, he was just tip, he was typical Noah Gregson in, like, his emotional self, like, wearing his emotions <laughs> on his sleeve. Like, you could see that he was upset, right? You know, he got through the spiel, thanked all the sponsors, right? Did the, did the... You know, do. Yep, the, whole the whole thing. thing. Yep. And and whoever was interviewing him was like, so what are you going to do to kind of like to get by it? And he's like, well, I'm probably going to go over to the merch hall or, you know, talk to some fans and maybe drink a White Claw or two. White <laughs> Claw. <laughs> it was a beer. White Claw. Oh, that was White Claw. <laughs> I thought to myself, yep. Noah Gregson definitely drinks White Claws. Hey, mango is not bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, I was. They had set up a TV screen opposite the, the 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 seating hill there in the uh, at the end of the back straight. That's legit. Um, which was really awesome because you could see the rest of the track. They would they would show it. So like at one point there was a caution and they were talking to him. But there was no sound. Like I couldn't. You know the, the, the track announcer. Yeah. On the, uh, yeah. On the, on the thing. So which, the cool thing about the track announcers is they are the same track announcers. The same three of them that announced the first race that I watched there in 99 or 2000. And it was cool a SEC race. It's, it's so, I still got the same guy, but I was like, oh, there's, there's Rusty Bell. He's on, the, he's on the horn. I was like, this is great. This is great. But um, yeah, I was, I was really pulling for, for, for Brett Moffitt there toward the end. And he, he was lined up for a podium finish. And that uh, same, I think it was the, would have been the, yeah, the same caution right before Cindric spun through the grass. Uh, you know, they were, they were prepped to do a, a, you know, an NASCAR overtime, a green-white checker, and the car just quit coming into the carousel turn on the front straight. It just, it just, it just shut off. They, you know, they were speculating that it was a, it was, it ran out of fuel, but he never made it back out. So I don't know what, uh, what happened there, but that was a real, real big, real big bummer for him. Cause he was, yeah, he was fixing to come home third, which is huge for, for a guy who's, you know, really yeah. in the middle of the pack equipment, regardless of the rest of it. But um, so, so yeah, I my guy got the win, and uh, I think I had Annette as my dark horse, and he finished in uh, uh, seventh. Yep, that ain't bad. And then where I think he did have an incident, but he did finish the race. He completed all seventy-eight laps. There you go. He and then, he he gets multiple incidents, I think. He crashed. He he did crash a Xfinity <laughs> car and a Cup car in two different states on the same weekend. So we'll give him we'll give him props for that. Was, he didn't uh, disappoint. Did not disappoint. Yep. Yep. Yeah. He was involved in a little incident in front of me at at, at the end of the back straight, and yeah, he spun on the first lap after uh, after um, uh, Gregson may yeah. may or may not have oiled the track. But, oh, um, but I do want to talk about Matt's winner pick. Ty, the real deal Gibbs. My God, I thought yeah. he was going to do it. I really did. I'm like, here we go. And then he had his, he had his awesome comments after the interview, too. But Well, you know. that's what I wanted to say yeah. because oh, I would say definitely real deal. But he uh, – Kyle Busch uh, Jr. over here. My yeah, God. Yeah. He, he definitely – was whining like a little bitch. <laughs> oh God! I, I love NASCAR radio. They're like, 
Just wait till his grandpa talks to him. <laughs> I'm like, don't you think he's already tried? He's done this a few times, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But so Drew, so Ty Gibbs is a um hell, he's barely 18, right? Yeah, he um yes. I think okay. I think no, he's a young, right. young kid. Uh he's uh Joe Gibbs is grandson. Oh, a little nepotism there, yeah. Slightly. <laughs> so like, it's all right. It's all right. kid can feel. The kid can drive. He's won okay. what two out of the five races he's been in. So I I had that calculation wrong. I need to correct myself. But allegedly, oh. after this past weekend, he had completed in se- he had completed seventeen Xfinity races, um, and he had won two. And I think he's had multiple top tens. Are you, are you sure? Still, it's still really it's still really good. Yeah. No, I I thought I went I thought I went back and looked, and he was actually he's in more races than I thought. But still, not many. He's full time Xfinity this year, right? Is, that, is this his first no, year for that? No, he's not full time Xfinity. He's full time ARCA, and he's winning every single race in ARCA. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, I mean, completely dominating. I mean, like it's not even. It, it, it's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. He should, he should he should be starting in the back of the pack every race in ARCA. That should really be the right. <laughs> So well, do these up. like do these racers? Just question like do they like growing up? Are they are they in the karting or is it like dirt track stuff? Like if, I, I guess specifically for NASCAR. Like in how do you how do you work your way up? So yeah, so that's a good. So right now there's a lot going on with drivers' kids. Uh, you know, because there's a lot of guys in that age group that have real young kids, and uh, so like Kyle Busch's son Brexton is. Um, He's doing dirt, but they're what are they're like they're like winged carts. Oh yeah, they look they pretty look sweet. Like, they look like modifieds, right? Or sprint uh, cars. They look like sprint cars. They look like winged sprint cars, just extremely yeah. mini version. And um uh Clint Boyer's son is in the same series, and so is um Larson's uh, kid. Dale Larson's kid, so is um Dale's Kevin uh, sister Kelly. His yep. her son Wyatt, and um, yeah, who'd you say Harvick's kid? Yeah, um, they're all in the same series, racing at the same track every week. Uh, <laughs> That's cool. Flushing yeah, money, so, but a lot of guys, yeah. Like if you listen to their story, for the most part, they've started at a young age uh, and and worked their way through some skipping series. It kind of depends, you know. Gotcha. So, most um, if they're, there's, if they're living in the North Carolina area. Yeah, they yeah, for sure starting. They're young. on they're on dirt and uh, serious like for Truex. Truex never really driven dirt cars, right? So he came out of the the asphalt world. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's a little bit of both. And I I don't want to say I guess carts, but there's a there's a lower level series that just does like paved ovals, right? Oh, okay. Uh, what, what? Yeah, there's legends car. What they call them, legends. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, and they're um, they they don't race on any high speed circuits or anything, but it's because it, it's with death traps. Well, they yeah. are. <laughs> allegedly. Yeah, here you go. They'll here put you hair go. on your peaches. They'll put no. hair on your peaches. <laughs> go ahead, yeah. nine year old. Turn some laps in his death trap. See, so try to get back in one piece. You know, yeah. mother's dream. So get life insurance for your five year old. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but Drew, great question. So. I'm guessing where that question is coming from is because all F1 does is is cards. Right? Yeah, yeah. Right. Young age. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure you guys know that. Yeah, you see in the videos and stuff of 
Lewis yeah. Hamilton or whoever, you know, that's like karting's pretty huge in in um in Europe. And I know I guess what first got me into like I guess motorsports. Well, when I was little, I was a huge Mark Martin fan. Just throwing that out there. But whoa, boys, uh, you didn't know that yeah. one, did you? No, yeah. I didn't. That's awesome. Oh yeah, Valvoline six. That was my boy. Woo! Um, but uh, you know, I guess fell out, fell out of love with it at a certain point. You know, but um, uh, when I was in college, I watched the documentary Senna. Um, yeah. And yeah. it was so cool. You know, just hearing him talk about you know just his passion for racing and how he hated all the F1 politics and everything that came along with that and. You know, how when he was karting, you know, as a kid and then, you know, going to Europe, you know, when they realized, you know, he was talented and doing all that, how that was like really pure racing. And um, I don't know. I just thought that was really cool. And, you know, obviously that's how most F1, um, you know, people who are involved in F1 and F1 drivers, you know, that's how they start. You know, you have to start somewhere. So, yeah, that's it. So never mind. Your brother was left, breathed cars all the time. It was, <laughs> yeah. it was a documentary that, that... that did it, huh? Yeah, I got a, I got so many questions. Yeah, like, and I got to get I got to start with Mark Martin here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I mean, Drew, how old were you like when you liked Mark Martin? Like, where? Like, oh Matt, we were pretty about? young. I mean, so uh, Dale Senior was still around. I know that. Um, yeah, yeah, we were young. I just remember watching. We watched like Daytona. Like Matt, I think you said that the last one I was on. Um, last podcast I was on where dad, like he would watch one race a year and it was Daytona. That was um, it, yeah. yeah. And I think, I think, you know, just watching that with Matt and my dad, you know, it was cool. Okay. You know, as a kid, you know, you, you're into that stuff and, um, yeah. yeah. And like, you know, throughout the years I'd, I'd watch a race every now and then. And, um, I think what would really get me though was, you know, I think I said this on the last time I was on, I was actually going to a race and, um, yeah, I think, I think that would seal the deal of, you know, me watching, becoming a, I guess a fan and watching every week. So. What races yeah. have you been at, been to, Drew? What have you seen so far? In Formula One? Well, so in all motorsports. So oh, a little yeah, background, so, so just so yeah. that the audience knows. So Drew's my younger brother, and we couldn't be more on a, or opposites, really, when it comes to a lot of things. Yeah. But And one of these things is, is automobiles, right? I, this is my entire world. My career, my passions, everything revolves around four wheels and a steering wheel, right? And Drew is completely opposite of me, right? A lot more science, a lot more intelligent. Let's just say it, right? That's <laughs> so, not true. That's not true. <laughs> Drew's got a lot, a lot more brain power than I do. But uh, yeah, it's just we did some stuff we clicked on, some some uh, quote unquote stick and ball sports, right? You like <laughs> you like that analogy yeah. we were talking before. Adam, he was dying. He's like, what? Never heard that before. I'm like, oh yeah, stick and ball, yeah, uh, yeah. like yeah. the sports ball, <laughs> sports ball. Yeah. <laughs> As our friend uh, Travis would say, I don't, I don't sports, you know, so <laughs> sports, but uh, yeah, so Drew was the athlete, right. And, you know, I was the goofy kid playing hockey and taking apart my Honda Civic in the driveway. Right. And uh, to the point where Drew, you're in a sweet Civic back in high school. Yeah. Oh yeah. You had the, um, I think it was a, remember it was a 99 uh, Honda Civic HX with the CBR trans transmission. CBT. Uh, yep. Rare yes. bird. There's the, there's the dark night I called her, uh, you know, sweet black paint job, and uh, I remember the just, pics. I remember oh, the pics yeah. I posted up. Uh, Matt's rims. Uh, Matt, have you told the story about? No, tell us, you the one tell, us, tell the story, bro. <laughs> All right, so I'm, you know, going to high school, and you know, relatively new driver, probably like a year or so, whatever. I think it's my senior year. Um, driving into high school, making a left turn, and man, I just tagged the curb. Yeah, like really nice in the driver's side rear. Um, and I'm like, oh, shit. oh, can you curse on this podcast? Or yeah. Yes. yes. Okay. I was like, oh, shit, man. Like, you know, Matt's going to be so pissed that he let me put these rims, 
you know, on my Civic. And now they're like, I, I knew right away, like right when I hit the curb, I'm like, oh man, I hit that pretty good. <laughs> the pull, pull in the pulling the parking lot at school look and, oh yeah, they were, they were scuffed up all kind of nice. And um, so Matt was at college. He was at Penn Tech at this point, um, you know, and being, you know, in high school and Matt being early on in college, his brothers, you know, obviously we love each other, but you know, you don't really call or text too much or like, you know, at least too frequently. I think, but, you know, a lot of people with brothers, you can probably relate to that. And, yeah, so after school, yep. you know, I'm feeling guilty all day. Like, oh, my God. Like, I just wrecked my brother's rims and stuff. So I give him a call. And I, th- I think I remember he's like, oh, hey, Drew. Like, you knew something was up right away. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, I'm like, hey, man. You know, and like super awkward. And, you know, like just trying to spit out what happened. He, he, he was fine with it. Like, I don't think Matt got mad. And, you know, Matt, he's an awesome dude. And, uh, wasn't wasn't too pissed off. So oh, but, during uh, the phone call, I was like, he's like, hey man, hey man, how you doing? I'm like, good, good. <laughs> what you do? What you do? What you do? <laughs> right. that. I'm like, what the what the hell could my little brother have possibly done? Right, and of course, yeah. it was my sweet 17s that I put in my Civic because I thought that was the hottest thing back in the day. 17s, <laughs> 17s on a Civic. Damn, yeah. it looks sick. <laughs> but, uh, my first car. What size tires? What size tires were they? Oh my God! They had to be like a, I think it was like a, two fifteen. Oh God, thirty maybe. That's rubber bands, man. Thirty. Oh, you're still in my dad's garage. If anybody's looking for a set, you let me know. <laughs> What's the day code on them bad boys? But it's fine. I'm gonna sell them. It's gonna be no big deal. All right. More than a decade old. Oh. So yeah, that's the that's God. That and then remember the trans blew up in that car, Drew. Well, yeah, I mean, once I, that's a great point. Once I, you know, tagged the curb with those rims, that should have been a, you know, warning sign to take them off because the actual rims that came with the Civic, I think they were aluminum. They were super light, Um, you know, so I don't know. I mean, like I said, as you know, y'all know by now, I'm not a huge car guy. um, I don't know if that was a factor in, you know, why the transmission took the crap. Drew, pause. It's a hundred percent why that transmission blew up. So they were they were HX wheels, right? And they're super light and they're aluminum. They looked really cool. So yeah. I'm like, hey Drew, let me put these super cool wheels on my sieve, and you can take <laughs> these seventeens and put them on yours. And uh, the transmission exploded. <laughs> so, yeah, that was a funny story with that too. I was coming back from prom weekend, um, you know, with the with X in high school, and thank God, right? So go all the way. Where we, I forget, we went somewhere down Jersey Shore, and we're coming back. Fine, right? Get like I think the neighborhood over from I was dropping my girl, like where my girlfriend's parents lived and where she lived. Um, and well, at that point, so I hit the gas and all. That's a good just, thing. Okay. What's that? Nothing. Continue. I'm at yeah. yeah, yeah, that was probably a unnecessary detail, but Fine, um, yeah. So I hit the gas and you know while I'm driving and it's like you know it's revving, you know, like I'm like oh my god, that's terrible. And no power going <laughs> to the wheels. And I'm like oh this is this is great, you know this is grand. Um, so pull over and, oh yeah, it was, yeah, it was a bad day. That was the, I think that was my second car I've had on a, on a flatbed. Um, not luckily no accidents, knock on wood. The first was my, uh, my Dodge oh, Spirit. Oh God. I don't think I ever uh, talked about the Spirit. Oh, oh yeah. you had a Spirit? Yeah, man. Adam. Yeah, yeah, man. I know all about the Spirits. Uh, that, that thing was a powerhouse. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it was. You had the three liter, the Mitsubishi three liter? Yeah, dude, that's the power, bud. Dude, it did burnouts like on command. We just, <laughs> I we just stomped on it. And uh, there yeah, might have been yeah. burnout marks in the driveway. And we're yeah. like, oh, don't know where they came from. Yeah, yeah, that, that, yeah. that car was a death trap. Um, I'd be like on 206 going to school, going to high school. 
and it would just stall out and just like the, it would just turn off and you know go in like 50 miles an hour so yeah you got pretty good better, not great not great that car was one of the better um you know uh uh dodge mitsubishi collaboration brainchilds <laughs> oh, it was one of the better car. ones <laughs> so uh yeah Sanji's you know, family you, sold a ton of those. So, oh, did they? Okay, oh, God, yeah, yeah. It, was a, it was a sharp car, man. It was, uh, it was like a maroon red with uh, the interior was like a, um, like the same color, like a dark red uh, cloth. It was a sharp <laughs> car, and uh, our high school mascot was the Hillsborough Raiders, right? We were the Raiders, and um, that was our colors. That was our school colors. It was like maroon, gold, or whatever. And yeah. uh, so my mom would be like, hey. You know, Dodge Spirit. She's like, "Hey, you should make it like the the Raider Spirit car and like drive onto the, oh, the you know, God. take the mascot onto the field." And it's like, eh, "I don't know, I don't know about that. I think I'm gonna pass." <laughs> oh man, yeah. Jesus! That's so epic. yeah, so the Spirit goes on the hook, your Civic goes on the hook, and we put, yeah. end up putting the Trans on that in the Civic on my back in the driveway. Oh, you and Chris, right, Lauder? Me, yeah. me and Lauder put the Trans in that yeah. thing on my back, and uh, Brent. So I the Telltale sign. So I. I Pull the drain plug, right? Fluid's coming out. It's metal, right? I'm like, oh, here we go. And then I stick my, um, I stick my magnet in the in the drain plug in the drain hole, and I pull out a whole CVT belt clip. Oh yeah. I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, this is, this is not good, guys. This ain't gonna be no quick fix, you know? Nah. Well, it is a quick fix. Get a new one. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. So, uh, we, we overnighted a CVT Shotgun. J pan, and uh, that thing we sold it, right? We ended up dumping that and. Have a nice yeah. day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, where'd you go from stuff. there? What, what was next? Uh, what, was what was the next, next car? I'm trying to what, think. I think, I think I leased the. Um, I think that's when I leased my first Fusion. There's no yeah. way. Yeah. Really? I think so. so. You drove the Civic up to like 13. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I remember. I, so. I remember a, when that happened. I mean, I don't. I don't think Matt and I were like hanging out every day, kind of friends at that point but i re- i remember the stories of it exploding <laughs> that was, that was, was a, that was a topic of conversation oh big topic at school drew you know oh well, you guys uh, were all into the honda program at that point right no only i was oh yeah, right. only was. Not, yeah. So. big honda guy big honda guy big big you know big honda guy but uh yeah, just so you got the Fuge. We got you in the Fuge at that point. And yeah, uh, yeah that's right. Because I was working at, uh, I was working where I do now, right? So that would make sense. Yeah. And uh, yeah, shoot. And then uh, you, you joined the Air Force, shipped off to Germany, and you picked yourself up a Fiesta ST there. Oh, man. I miss her already. Yeah, Brent. <laughs> Take your Brent, 10 you grand. Brent, you missed the story. Brent, missed the story. So, retell the Fusion story. What happened with your wife? What happened? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, sad day. I guess bittersweet day. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll say that uh, yesterday, you know, dropping the Fiesta off and picking up the Fusion. But after work, you know, on my way to the dealership, uh, I called my wife, Emily, just to be like, hey, uh, you know, going to the dealer, you know, I'll probably be a little later, you know, for dinner and all that. And, um, you know, so this is over the, you know, this is over sync in the Fiesta. So I'm like, hey, Em, you know, any last words, anything you want to say to the Fiesta before I drop my baby off and, uh, you know, trade her in and, yeah, she's like, without hesitation, uh, bye, bitch. It's got to say that hurt, you know. Emily that's wasn't a fan, hurt. huh? That's, no, a fan. not a fan. That's about, how, that's about how my wife feels about the Focus ST. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Yeah, those are those are nice, too. And, oh, man, yeah, so I was uh, just, you know, some good memories over there, man, when I had it in Germany. And, 
it was a good car to have over there because the roads were super narrow. And um, I remember one of my buddies uh, that I worked with in Germany, he had a H3. And it was always funny seeing the Germans H3? like around the base, H3? like look at it. Yeah, he had a Hummer H3 over there. And, like, it was funny seeing all like, you know, driving through these small German towns and villages. All the Germans look at him like, what is going Like, Like, what the hell is this? You know, and, <laughs> stupid um, American. <laughs> oh, yeah. But uh, oh, driving the, uh, I'll miss, I'll remember driving the Fiesta on the Autobahn and, uh, you know, Leonard, you guys have to get over there one day. The uh, cool. Autobahn. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah. So, so Drew, I taught you how to drive stick, right? Yeah. Did you remember when you bought that car, or did you have to retrain yourself? <laughs> I don't know if I ever told you the story, Matt. Oh, so Jesus. I had to drive up to so where Ramstein Air Force Base is. It's kind of like uh, central western Germany, uh, about an hour west of Frankfurt. Um, but in order to pick it up, I wanted to save some money, and I was going to pick it up at the port in northern Germany that borders the North Sea in a city called Bremerhaven. Um, so the company that I bought the car through gave me a rental, uh, at Ramstein and I drove up to Bremerhaven. I think it was like five or six hours. Cool ride. Uh, especially when you get a little further North, uh, through the German countryside and stuff. Um, but I get there, get to the port, you know, fill out all the paperwork, you know, pick the car up. And for some reason, you know, I hand up very rusty driving stick at this point. Um, so I get in the car and for some reason, I think first is up like straight up. So I'm trying to freaking get the car moving in fourth. Right. And bark, third, third, I'm like, yeah. and the guy's laughing at me. Dude's laughing at me like, bro, you're going to drive this car off the lot right now. You can't even freaking get the thing moving. So, um, eventually I figure it out after a little while. And I'm, sure that, I'm sure, I'm sure that was great for my clutch, you know, like right off the bat when it's a new car and, oh man. So that was a little, it was a little nervy ride back, you know, down the Ramstein. I'll say that, but, um yeah man i loved it though uh i think trying to remember i think i got up to like 125 or 130 miles an hour on the autobahn not that true but um yeah uh, i was definitely white knuckling a little bit there of course you did it when you did it with our parents in it didn't you yeah i remember dad so um my (laughs) when our parents came to visit um we went down took them down to austria and then my mom wasn't feeling well so we went back pretty much the day after and so she was sleeping in the back of the car and my dad was up front and you know, I could see. I caught him a couple times at the corner of my at the out of excuse me out of the corner of my eye. You know, looking at looking over like oh oh you know. But uh, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, but it, the funniest thing over there, like you'd be say you weren't even in the fast lane you're doing. So typical speed limit there is 130 kilometers an hour, which is about 82 or 83 miles an hour. Um, but even then, usually you're you're doing like 90 to 100 miles an hour, just like in the slow lane um but you you get passed by these like mercedes or volkswagen station wagons you know just flying booking um and it's a couple times in the fast lane you know you look in your rear view and you see like i don't know one time coolest thing was a ferrari coming up uh you know coming up behind me and yeah got over pretty quick and oh man yeah it's it's just insane you know that speed like if you've never experienced that and yeah it's just cool and but yeah, not gonna lie, definitely a little nervy, you know, once you get above like one buck ten. So in a fiesta. Sure. Yeah, in I a, would yeah, say yeah. 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 Dude, that's awesome though. But yeah, wow. man. Well, best of luck with the new the new whip. And, Thanks, boys. Uh, yeah. 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 Appreciate it. Uh, we'll get you. You, you kind of went the other way with that one with the hybrid, but you know. <laughs> yeah, You'll get well, the tires you know, screech much easier, I'll tell you that much. Those tires yeah. are so hard. Oh, oh, oh really? The yeah. the, the ones yeah. Yeah, yeah, after you get used to it, just just crack it open. And just, but yeah. yeah. 
I think yeah, I was telling you guys one. before we. Should... Yeah, go ahead. Uh, sorry, I cut you off. No, no. I was gonna say the one. The one I had was. Uh, uh, I mean, it was a company car at the time, so like, it, I don't know. It was. It was a whole. That was a whole nerve-wracking experience in itself. Uh, for the oh, very yeah. first time. So like, but it was. Uh, it was. It was pretty quick. But I was more interested in seeing how high I could get the miles per gallon number. It sucked <laughs> you in. It really does. Yeah. Was it coach? Yeah, the, 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 the brake coach. Yeah. 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 Oh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely yeah. brake coach. Like, and and you know the whole regenerative braking thing, and and you know, so once you figure out how that works, and you figure out how to get yourself more range, and and yeah. uh, all that stuff through the process. So it was I cool. was immediately drawn in by that for sure, and uh, <laughs> and just the just the fact that the car thanks you for driving a hybrid when you, when you get out. <laughs> You know, makes you feel good about yourself. Like, you you know, like, oh, I did something that saved the world you, today. You I made a difference. You I made, made, a, I made not, a difference. Not, the not, not, not a big deal. Is the F-Series, right? <laughs> you know, but, yeah. you know, good job. We appreciate you allowing us to sell more trucks. Yeah, so, for sure. Uh, so uh, we'll transition back into motorsports real quick. So you said you've been to a few races, and I forgot about this. So I know you and I have been to a, an indie race here in detroit right yep and honestly that's that's what really got me hooked i think with open wheel stuff um yeah because before i you know i'd watched maybe a little bit of the indy 500 or a little bit of nascar but yeah i think like anything you know when you go and experience it for yourself um you know that can make a world of difference for actually like getting into a motorsport or any sport i guess so yeah i went with you guys to that race remember when they crashed right in front of us and he was like oh they crashed i'm like what there's a car stuffed like you know firewall deep yep. in the tire walls and james like, oh, hinchcliffe oh. yeah the go daddy car <laughs> he remembers the name wow he's got I wasn't, even, I wasn't paying attention that hard like <laughs> intelligence right not me but uh so yeah and then um from there and then you went to you saw an f1 race right yeah i saw two so i went to spa ah. um in oh, belgium and wow. then monza yeah and then monza so, oh where's dude. monza where's that that's, at? that's in italy um a little bit north of milan wow cool. yeah dude it's yeah how is that got, like Compare yeah, that yeah. to get, compare that to the out, Detroit yeah. Grand Prix, the Detroit <laughs> Grand Prix, right on Belle Isle of all places. Yeah. like both almost of those races. International, almost international. Yeah. 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 Close. I mean, I didn't feel like I was going to get stabbed. You know, that was a good start. And uh, oh, yeah, I was just, I, I'm just joking. <laughs> oh Belle Isle. Was, <laughs> it was fun. It was fun. I'm just joking. Um, but yeah, the first one I went with my buddy, who's also in the F1. We went to, um, we did a camping, like the camping ticket up at uh, Spa in Belgium. Uh, which is in the Ardennes Forest, not too far actually from uh, where the for the history buffs out there, where the Battle of the Bulge happened um, oh, in Belgium, and um, yeah, it was beautiful. So we did the whole the whole weekend. Um, so the Friday practice, the two practice sessions, um, then the Saturday, so practice three, and then the qualifying session. And it was cool, man. It was unreal. So I'm gonna um, stop you real quick. I have a question regarding camping at F1. So <laughs> we kept been camping at NASCAR, right? Me different. my entire life. I've been camping my entire life. In Adam, Adam was pretty much born on an RV at a NASCAR site. So what, what is it like? Give us the rundown. What is the clientele? Yeah. What is, oh, is yeah. there parties going? What, what's happening? Yeah, that's a, that's a wonderful question. And um, I actually took the Fiesta. My buddy, uh, his name is Matt Smith. Uh, we, we took the Fiesta to the race and um, yeah, just literally threw a tent up right next to it. And um we stayed okay. in the, it was called the, 
the young village so it's for like younger folks i think you had to be like <laughs> younger folks yeah, really? yeah under 30 years old or whatever you know they want like <laughs> creepy older older people around oh my um, god they yeah. separated funny, funny story the first night i didn't sleep a wink man they uh there was a rave going on in the young village that uh, my nice. buddy Matt, my buddy Matt was into it, and you know, so they had the EDM music pumping all night. <laughs> and I'm a light sleeper as it is, right? So I'm like sitting there at like two in the morning. You know, I'm like, oh my god, I'm I'm definitely I I don't belong here in the young village. I'm I'm definitely that that ship has sailed for me. And uh, but uh, yeah, powered through that day after. I think yeah, that's so that was the day after was the practice session three, and then the qualifying session. Um, and I think that we were there the day that Lewis Hamilton broke the record for like polls. He broke uh, oh Michael God. Schumacher's record. So that was pretty cool. Oh, wow. yeah. Um, but yeah. So then, you know, uh, same with NASCAR, you can bring beer in, um, you can bring cans in. Um, so that was, that was pretty cool. Can you really? Uh, yeah. Other, okay. Yeah. At least at spa you could. Um, cause yeah, besides that you have to buy like, I don't know, a $10 Heineken or 10 Euro, <laughs> excuse me, uh, Heineken. So but yeah, man, the... it was, was the uh like in the camping experience right so like so like if you go to a nascar race and you're gonna sleep over in in the like camping sections are generally like family like there's a family oriented section right and then Mm -hmm. there is there is another section that might be like sound is limited like you gotta Mm -hmm. like noise has to be out by like 11 o'clock and then there's this section where like anything goes right that's (laughs) the preferred section for me preferred section for me especially depending on the location Mm -hmm. uh and so like in those places like if you want to sleep at night you'll want hearing protection yes because because just like you experienced there i'm sure you like there's generators there's 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 people raging Mm -hmm. uh, to whatever kind of music they like (laughs) (laughs) and and at talladega it's not edm i can tell you no 100 (laughs) percent not it's more like a mixture of like country and generator. <laughs> Arbitrary generator and country music is this, yeah. Yep. I, I already got the earplugs packed for uh for uh for Bristol. Don't forget oh, those. Maybe, yeah. oh, I upgraded mine. I upgraded mine. <laughs> I just remember one of the songs too, like a part of it, it just came back to me. Uh, but, you know, now that we're talking about it and the the uh, DJ, you know, whatever for the EDM music, he's like, make some noise, and you know, dar, dar, you know, but like <laughs> for like hours and hours, like, oh my god, man. So, but yeah, dude, it was it was honestly a cool experience, and uh, what a beautiful area too. Um, it's literally like they they cut the track out right through the forest, and um, you know, we, my buddy Matt and I, we just had the general admission ticket and. Um, so you could literally explore a lot of the areas around the track. Um, there was a few like grandstands that you can get into, uh, but they were pretty small, like all the hoity torty, like big buck stuff. Um, you know, where the prime, uh, I guess areas on the track are like the one famous, right. the one famous, um, turn at spa is called Eau Rouge. Um, so there's a grandstand right there. Um, but yeah, obviously we couldn't get into that stuff, but they had a, um, um, like a little village area where there was food and, um, like, oh, my buddy and I competed in the change the tire competition, um, which was Whoa, cool. Yeah. yeah. I think we did. I think we got in the top three or something, but you're just doing it against, you know, other fans and that was pretty cool. And, um, I think they had one of Senna's old, uh, F1 cars there, which Whoa. was awesome. And, buddy. um, yeah. yeah, the race, the race was cool too. We were on the fastest part, 
Um, we were on the straight for the whole race. Um, Hamilton won, of course, you know, parade and all that. And, um, but yeah, the weather was perfect and, you know, just hanging out. I mean, uh, you know, a lot of similarities with NASCAR, just hanging out with yeah. the boys and, uh, you know, drinking some beers and, you know, enjoying, enjoying the sights and sounds. So see, I'm blown it away does, to hear it does that. sound similar. I was, I'm shocked. I really, I have this impression of, of what F1, you know, camping would be. And it was the complete opposite. So, yeah. And Monza was similar. I'm sure it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So Monza, Monza was definitely a little different. Um, so my buddy, Matt and I, uh, a guy I work with again, went down there, um, and we weren't staying, um, near Monza. Like we were taking a train, uh, probably about like half hour every day. Uh, we did the same thing that we did general mission and, um, and the three day pass, you know, for the whole weekend and stuff. And we had, we had a cool spot actually. We were like right by the pin entrance, um, you know, which was nice. And, uh, I remember on race day, they, they did the Italians, I don't air force. I don't know if they have an air force, but they did the flyover <laughs> with the, with the, uh, with the red, white and, uh, green, you know, oh. smoke coming out and yep. yeah, that was, that was pretty sweet. But yeah, the Monza experience was a lot different. You couldn't bring your own alcohol in or beer um mm. and yeah, i mean there's a lot of history there i think that's one of the more famous f1 tracks one of the you know, first the calendar tracks, yeah. and, uh, of course the food was amazing though um you know just italian street food inside and but yeah we didn't camp we did uh airbnb um like i say yeah about a half an hour away uh, but still an awesome yeah. experience and uh kimmy raikkonen i think set the track record um you know in a ferrari car so that was pretty cool uh, all the ferrari fans were pumped. oh yeah. god they're insane Yep. Yeah, all the all the tifosi, yeah, to the bene. Um, but yeah, they, uh, yeah, they were. They, it was cool to see the passion in the fans. You know, um, Italy is like 100% Ferrari behind them, and um, yeah, yeah, definitely had right. their struggles in recent years. But yeah, it was cool to experience that there, and um, yeah, all around awesome experience. I think you guys would enjoy it. You know, I know there's um, a couple races in North America, a few few races in North America, um, down at the Circuit of the Americas, and I heard next year F1 is actually racing in Miami. Um, yeah, I heard I cool. did. I wanted yeah. to say that I've heard. Yeah. I heard that they were talking about even this year um, potentially doubling up. Yeah, oh, okay. Because Singapore got canceled. Yeah, oh, okay. Singapore got canceled, yeah. and they were just the logistics of coming to the U.S. and 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 mm-hmm. I think they're going to Mexico soon. Not not far after Circuit of the Americas either. So I heard Mexico is a cool track. Like, there's one part that goes through an old, like, minor league baseball stadium. Yeah. Um, yeah so it has, like, the, the whole grandstand. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Very cool. cool. Yeah. Oh, that's the cool. turn. Okay. I'm, I remember that now. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, Drew, I finally watched um, the uh, whatever that, F, that F1 documentary is. What's it called? Yeah. What do you think? Drive to Survive? I, I was hooked. I, yeah. I, I, and forever, I had this impression of, of F1, right? with the steward inquiries and, you know, the parade lap and a team yeah. running away with it for six years, seven years. Right. But it kind of put a different spin on it and just all the chaos that's happening in the background, which is in yeah. a NASCAR, it's not in the background, it's in the foreground. Right. Mm. But it's just a, it's a little different, but man, it was the technology with those things. And when NASCAR stopped, when they put the brakes on their technology, the sport just, this is what it is. Right. This is what yeah. it becomes. And, I'm I'm appreciating it, and I find myself googling F1 more and more. So, yeah, I mean, it's a good, if, if you're going to get thing. into it, you know, I think this is a good season too. Um, well, I know you're still watching the show, but like, if you're going to start watching the races too, um, like we were saying, you know, just it's uh, definitely a lot more competitive, and it's not just Mercedes, you know, on the podium or you know finishing one two every week. 
Like, no one wants to see that or besides, like, the German Mercedes fans or whatever. But, yeah. Daniel Ricardo apparently is a Dale Sr. fan. So, oh, he's, nice. Yeah, he's been, he's been, uh, he was, he was on with NASCAR, uh, the other week or Circuit of the uh, Americas. Drew said he just raced yeah. at Circuit of the Americas. NASCAR. Oh, that's cool. It was yeah. not cool, but because <laughs> it rained the whole time and it was, uh, it was complete chaos. But that's a yeah. hell of a venue. Yeah, it's a very cool track. But yeah, what's, um, what's the guy on the Williams? Uh, team that uh, 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 it's only there because of his daddy's money. Oh, um, Haas, Haas team, right? Yeah, Haas. It's um, oh Haas. Okay. Oh, what's his name? Um, so there's there's Mick oh, no, Schumacher. He's a Russian. He's a Russian. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what's his name? I'm like blanking. That's terrible. Uh, um, I'm a big Haas fan, as you can tell. Because uh, <laughs> they uh, don't they don't they like all the fans like have a nickname for him and they like they're going on Google Maps and putting like every time he spin on it, spin it spins out like they mark it on Google Maps. <laughs> like, I, can, I can definitely see it. Oh, Mazepin. Uh, Mazepin. Mazepin. Yeah, yeah. He's a, right. His dad's a his dad's a the billionaire yep. or whatever. Yep. Just yeah, pumping okay. money into the team and I mean it's cool. Mix Schumacher's in the Haas team as well. Um, I imagine he won't right. be there too long. You know, like once he yeah. gets more experience and you know I could see him moving up into like one of the power three teams. So yeah, he he that Mazepin guy came across my feed today. And, Dude, it's uh, embarrassing. The, head, the heading laps. was has to do with his dad's money, so it must oh be awesome my. to be mentioned in that kind of light. Like some of his laps, they're like not even close. You know, <laughs> like not even. It'd be like you know one of us. No, maybe not that bad, but like you know one of us jumping in there. And, man, he's a you know he's a, he's a pigeon, right? He's a pigeon of the oh, F1 absolute circuit. pigeon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Real, real Matt, cause there's a there's a certain speed, at least on the super speedways, that the cars have to be able to maintain with you know within a certain percentage of the leader. Uh, <laughs> they right need there. to enact that kind of rule. I think that's a great idea, Brent. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. Yep. Like, oh, that times are within a ten percent of the leader. You're 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 off track. <laughs> Is it taking out other drivers, Drew? Is it that bad? Yeah, I know. I know. Like, uh, I think towards the beginning of the season, Haas was having trouble just having either one finish a race. Um, you know, when, when Mick was, you know, still getting his feet wet and wet in F1. Um, and I think that was kind of, you know, his early struggles, uh, Mick Schumacher's early struggles were kind of hiding how bad Mazepin really is. You know what I mean? Um, but now that he's, you know, uh, Mick's kind of finding himself and, you know, standing up, uh, finding his feet a little bit. And, um, yeah, I think it's just showing, you know, just the, in a similar car, you know, at least, yeah, close, um, you know, kind of specs and all that, how, how off. Mazepin is even from his own teammate. Oh, God, what a place to be in. Yeah. Uh, The other guy, the other guy who's got, uh, this guy's actually, I think he's pretty good, though. Uh, At least I I think he's a good driver. That uh, Lance Stroll kid. Yeah. His dad's a a big money guy, right? Because he he raced for somebody else, and then then the opportunity came to buy that that other team, right? Oh, that's uh, right. Yeah. Yeah, I think they renamed the team too. I think last, uh, what were they last year? Um, I think they're called Racing Point last year, and now yeah. I think they're Aston Martin. Yes, yeah, that's right. Aston Martin yeah. Team. Yeah. team. Yeah, they, yeah. he's teammate. Uh, Vettel's his teammate, right? Yep, yep. And yeah. uh, that's a crazy story. That team alone, Racing Point, where they, they were the Indian team, and that guy was like the owner was going to jail and stuff or, or tax evasion or whatever, and like oh, yeah. <laughs> hiding around. Yeah, like, and, the, and the stroll guy came in because he just has tons of money, right? Just it. bought yeah. it up. But I don't know, it's kind of sad, right? So, I, feel, I feel like that's, you know, not just in sports and stuff, but a lot of areas in life, like, 
you know. Uh, but yeah, it's good, like you were saying, Adam. At least Stroll, you know, he can he can drive a bit. So uh, definitely he not seemed, the same situation as Mazepin. Yeah, he seems like it, you know, uh, in racing, we know in all forms of racing, it takes a lot of money, <laughs> regardless yeah. of the situation. So so you know, you know, as as a race fan. Yeah, it'd be great if my dad had that kind of money to support a race team. <laughs> dad, I want to drive sure. F1. I'd be all but I'd dad, be all I want to drive F1. <laughs> yeah, right. So, Britt, oh, you had a big God. motorsports breakthrough this past weekend, too, with your daughter. Yeah, yeah. We finally got her to, uh, to uh, do, some, do some parade laps of the, uh, of the yard on the, on the ATV nice. in my lap, Ooh. which is like, which is like, because she's always been like, absolutely mortified of motorized toys but uh yeah we, i kind of sold my soul to the devil to uh to uh to convince her to to try it out she's like oh this is great and now so now she's like she wants her uh she has this little like power wheels quad that she's like way too big for because it doesn't really fit like two-year-olds and now she wants a <laughs> now she wants a bigger one and, and uh Daddy might buy it for her. We'll see. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah, So I was gonna buddy. say, what you said you sold your soul. What? So what? What did you uh, bribe your child? Oh no, I, I do I, that all I, the time. I think I, I think I, uh, I think I was like, I'll buy you ice cream on the way home. Like you know, it's like what kind oh, of thing? Deal. Yeah, deal. <laughs> like, you yeah, got you know, to try and get her on it for a minute. Like oh, whatever you want to do. <laughs> Adam and Drew, she was, <laughs> and then she forgot. About it. Yeah. She was cackling from the. We could hear it from the backyard. Loving, oh, yeah. loving coming <laughs> on power. So it was awesome. So. Props, buddy. You gotta get the, you gotta get the, um, whatever, whatever. We lose Adam. Yeah, Adam's gone. He gone. 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 But uh, yeah, it's a good time. It's just, oh my god. So Drew, as you can see, this is a very heavily NASCAR podcast. So for for sure, we're very, we're very businesslike around here. (laughs) So yeah, we're uh, so this this weekend coming up as we transition is the they're going to texas but this is the all-star race yeah, so you have to explain this to me matt because i'm i'm confused already i'm looking at this this there's two there's two races um uh, there's a are they are they doing two separate races see i bring i haven't I, even dug into it but what i know I'm is they're, they're bringing yeah. a high downforce there so i don't I'm know why they're bringing back. a high oh hi adam Sorry. we lost you no it's fine we're uh we're just explaining to the audience now we're uh we're explaining to the audience how much of a NASCAR podcast this really is, you know? So, <laughs> and uh, then we transitioned into Texas a little bit and Bryn asked a question why there's two races. Okay. Good question. Good question. I don't have the answer, <laughs> <laughs> but there so, is two races. One's called the open. <laughs> so what we're going to have to do is very simple. All right. So this is how we'll solve this problem. So after the podcast, when this comes out, everyone, all of our listeners, Go on our, our um, you got to follow us. We need followers on our, our Twitter handle at mm. left is right pod. Shout us. I guarantee, I promise you, if anybody messages us, you'll get a message back. I guarantee it. So go ahead and do it. Knock it out. We'll have our social media folks. Make sure they get back with you. All right. And uh, <laughs> we'll get the answer to that question. But I think, I think there's a race in race before. That's I think exactly that, what it, yeah. yeah Door Bumper Clear was talking about it. And they're they're talking about one time when uh, Clint would always win it, right, or run real good at it, right. And uh, Freddie had a party he had to go through, right. He scheduled his own birthday party, and then he's like, "Oh no, Clint's gonna Clint's gonna race in. We're gonna have to cancel the party." <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. It's hysterical. I don't really like how it's in Texas. That's, That's a 
I think there was something to do with um, they they cut a deal with them. I think they're losing a race, right? I think they lost one of their races, or they're not going back next year or something. One of the two. But Texas isn't a great track, so yeah, you sound I, goofy, Matt. I do. Do I sound goofy for everybody or just just Adam? Probably just Adam. Yeah, you sound fine. I sound fine. Sorry, Adam. Okay. Now, let it go, then. Let it go. Let it go. Yeah, I um, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm like almost even not even interested in watching this weekend, to be honest with you. <laughs> wow. The truth yeah. comes out. We're going what to Chicago. What about Joey, so though? Drew, Drew hit me went hard with the Joey comments a couple weeks ago. Oh, you uh, mean Slowy? Yeah, oh, oh, and oh boy, and yep. so the big news in NASCAR. So after Talad during the Talladega race, Joey got airborne upside down, allegedly hit his head on the roll cage, and he cried about it in the interview afterwards. Mm. Um, and how it's ridiculous how we're racing this way, blah blah blah. blah. And uh, this week, NASCAR announced that at Super Speedways. They are changing the tapered spacer, which is what they're using to reduce horsepower output uh, on the engine. And they're lowering the rear spoiler, which at super speedways is like, you know, Fast and the Furious. uh, They're huge. It's uh, like a foot high. Wing size. Yeah, it's huge. It's massive. Uh, So what they're, I guess, what it sounds like is the cars are going to be 10 miles an hour-ish slower. Uh, and they're not going to be able to get those huge runs they make, which create that situation that happened to Joey, right? Where uh, I think it was Stenhouse, right? Got a big run and he had nowhere to go. Shocked uh, that Stenhouse couldn't control his automobile, by the way. Right. <laughs> so, Ricky, you know, Ricky. I don't know. Like, so, so I'm, Drew, I'm your like, prediction of Slowy is, is true. So they're actually slowing the cars down now because he couldn't hold yeah. on. So, oh, my yeah. goodness. Talking about yep. ruining the sport, huh? And what else is different too, Drew? So at, at NASCAR, we have different rule packages for different different um, circuits, right? Mm-hmm. So right. Daytona, Talladega, or Super Speedways will run a 750 horsepower package, right? The, the highest horse pack we got. Mm-hmm. And then some other tracks will run a 550, and I think there's an, a 550 horse, and there's also an intermediate, right, and a, and a short track. So mm-hmm. I got that right. So usually the short, the short tracks, lately, they've been running the big, big engine, actually. So maybe I got that wrong then. Okay, I'm sorry. You're right, Adam. So the big power at the smaller tracks and then whatever, the Super Seaway package is his own package and there's a 550 package. Yeah, so. The one and a half mile normal ovals have been like 550 and then Super Speedways have been uh, 750 generally with some sort of spacer. To okay. Yeah. Choke yeah. down. So yeah. um, different than F1, right? Because F1 kind of runs all out, right? They don't change per se rules mm-hmm. package. For tracks, so a little different there, but gotta keep but them coming. Allegedly, on the new car, the new car allegedly is one is going to be one power level, I believe. I, I heard that. I don't know how they're going to yeah. do it, but I'm telling you, man, don't mess with super speedway racing though, because they got that dialed in. So we'll see what they're uh, gonna mess. Yeah, I, I'm I've been vocal about it. I guess I, I like the current level of super speedway racing. I think it's awesome. Those huge runs create uncertainty. Uh, and they create door-to-door racing, which I like. So if this, I guess, if this is going to change that, I, you know, I, I have to wait and see ultimately. But I'm not, I'm not a fan of making them go slower. I don't really care what that means. <laughs> yeah, DRS would be very interesting. The what? The DRS system that that F1 uses. 
mm-hmm. where they can open up the spoiler to give them less 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 downforce. And, mm-hmm. Can you imagine? Oh yeah, a bunch yeah, of yeah. Star guys at. How would they do that though? Like so, obviously you have one. You, <laughs> like, no you, you have to be yeah. within a second. It's like all right. Well, most of the time, a lot of the cars, you know, they, you know, at least where the pack, everyone's bunched up, and yeah, that'd, that'd be kind. Of, unless it's just like open all the time, or yeah, that'd be interesting. You ever seen uh, a, you ever seen a bunch of kids play soccer? They kind of all run around the ball. That's good. That would be that would exactly what would happen with with yeah. with with, F, with uh, excuse me NASCAR. <laughs> Just complete chaos. Everybody everywhere. There's people everywhere. You know. <laughs> uh, speaking of super speedway, I, another thing came up on my up on my uh, feed today, and, and the Mark Martin when he said Mark Martin earlier, kind of reminded me. But I saw a video of a lap Rusty Wallace did back in the day at Talladega, and I think the caption of the video said it was the fastest or the highest speed recorded at Talladega in its history. Wow. Uh, and it, the anniversary of it was today, I guess, however many years ago this, this was. And he did 216 miles an hour. By himself? Dang. By himself in a, in a, in a small <laughs> time. Oh, yeah, that's, um, that's, that's fast, moving some dude. metal. And, that's and, moving and some metal. Compared to today's car, right? You know, it, you know this, so this was an old, it was a Dodge. So it takes you back to that era. Uh, uh, in the, so there was a two-car Miller light car. And, uh, oh, Penske the boys. Front, yeah, the front spoil looked like it was like eight feet off the ground. <laughs> just air, just airflow underneath the car. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I think it would have taken off like a jet. Oh. <laughs> it so there's a uh, there's a car. I want you guys to look this one up, and maybe we'll do a little special on it coming up here next week. It was called the Hendrix car, right? It was a Jeff Gordon car. They they, they called the nickname for it is a T Rex car. Because it was a Jurassic Park sponsor, they ran it just for the All Star race, and they like they like spanked the field, hmm. right? And this car, and it got to the point where Bill France actually banned it after the race. They called the crew. I forget who the crew chief was. Everham maybe, and they called him in and said, "Call your boss right now. Tell him this car is illegal, <laughs> right?" And he goes, "It's not by the books." He goes, "It will be tomorrow." <laughs> <laughs> That's how much of a spanking they put on these boys. But look that car up. It, it was it's a pretty crazy story. So. Oh yeah, yeah there you go. the true story. It's on the Hendrick website. Is is it really <laughs> the true story of T Rex? That's it. <laughs> I'll have to read that. Huh. But uh, they did all kind of stuff. Like they uh, they raised the floor real high and uh, to get more more air packed underneath the car and stuff. Like all kind of crazy stuff and kind of let let them loose and yeah, it, Gordon collected a million dollars with that car and then it got banned the next day. Yeah. So. <laughs> there's a there's a picture of him in Vin- Victory Lane. Right. And like Gordon standing on top of the car with all the confetti coming down. But everybody else is like, you can see their faces and they're all look like they're not surprised. Well, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, we, we know. Well, listen, listen. <laughs> we built this car. With, it was a guarantee, right? Yeah, like, this was, uh, and, and it was legal at the time they built it, which is awesome, right? Well, but, that's how you get rules, right? That's, that's how you get, how you rules. get rules. That's why we can't have nice things, right? <laughs> But so Drew, what's gonna what's it gonna take to get you to a uh, NASCAR race? Oh, I want to go. I'm uh, definitely interested. Uh, ho- hopefully, sometime this year. How late does the season go? I know, obviously, like later on, it might transition to like the warmer areas, like Vegas or like the South. But um, oh, funny story, you bring that up because we're we're actually looking to do like a booster club thing uh, with my unit, and uh, we might do like concessions at either like Pocono or Watkins Glen. 
Well, shout it out. Let's go. We got a platform here. So what are you guys raising money for? Uh, it's just our um, our detachment's booster club, the Snow Dogs Booster Club. Um, so, yeah, I mean, <laughs> donations would be awesome. Uh, we're just trying to raise money for, like, our holiday party and stuff and, you know, just some events that we hold throughout the year. Um, but, yeah, allegedly we'll get $100 a person for, like, doing concessions, uh, $100 per day. So uh, we mm-hmm. might be there, either one or the other, or both, maybe. I was so. going to say, Pocono is a doubleheader Saturday and Sunday. Oh, man. Yeah, I can pour a beer, you know. So, um, <laughs> one for the fans, one for me. <laughs> exactly. One for the fans. Yeah. It's for the troops. Come on. You know? <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just joking. Oh, uh, but, yeah, no, I'd, I'd want to go. I definitely would want to go to race and obviously not work, um, you know, doing concessions and stuff and um, I think I said it the first time I was on, I wanted to be, you know, it's like one of the oval tracks and, um, definitely Talladega or something would be awesome or Daytona, you know, that'd be, that'd be like a bucket list thing. And, um, but yeah, even Michigan, I heard Michigan's pretty, pretty sweet too. That's one of the faster tracks, right? Yeah. Sure is. The fastest yeah, track. Speed. So. Yeah. I'm, I'm with this group. I'm kind of, I, I feel like between Talladega and Bristol, I've kind of, uh, made my, made my feelings known about where i want to go so i feel like everybody else needs to pick the next place i'm not i don't th- i don't think i'm wouldn't bristol be I'm, boring like i know there was like a lot of wrecks but it's pretty slow like speed wise right race just because it's small so we're going in september you are going to bristol we're going to bristol yeah. so okay. what makes bristol good drew yes the speeds are down but there is there is stands all the way around the track you can see the whole track right because it's small. See everything yep. Yep. and yep. at a track like this there tends to be a lot of a lot of drive a lot of moves a lot of drivers getting pissed at each other mm-hmm. and yeah. we, there's no, no lack of that this season but it's going to be it's going to be awesome and we we're, i think we're seeing four races when we go yeah, so nice yeah so it's going to be epic race, the cup race is a saturday night deal so it's under the lights and just to set the stage of how american this is going to be uh <laughs> It is. It's. It's the Bass Pro Shops NRA night. Race. <laughs> <laughs> My God. Yep. It don't Only get any more American than that. It might America. as well make it a holiday. Yeah. Not, a, not, not a Hyundai to be found in hundreds of miles. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome though. Dang. Oh, Wait, God. run that. Run that. Uh, run that again. What is it called? The name Bass Pro Shops. NRA night race. <laughs> oh my god. My god. America. We're gonna see it is America. We're yeah. gonna see some things. Sure. But uh we'll definitely have to get you up to race and you'll get addicted because I, I the first time I went with Adam out here in Michigan, it was like, oh my god. You know I'm sure just the sound and like, you know, you at that point you can feel it, you know, when the cars are going and that that was honestly one of the more disappointing things about it, like going to an F one race is like they change the engines up. You know, over the past like several years, and yes, were they loud? Okay, yeah, they were, but you know, definitely not like they used to be. Like when you watch like old videos or whatever, you know what I mean? Oh, so. really old V10 cars, like yeah. the two something, two point something liter V10s. Oh mm-hmm. my god, wow. they were screamers! They were screamers. So but yeah, I'm sure the NASCAR, like you can feel that. You know, you feel it in your chest, and you know, just like yeah, I imagine that's a, that's a cool like you know feeling, yeah. The one Probably moment like really, it. really felt it. You guys, remember when we were on pit road when truck qualifying was going on at uh, Talladega? At yeah. Talladega, and they were taking off from a stop. You're like, oh my! And then going around the trioval, just wide open. You're like, oh my! And that was just one car, right? Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's um, it's gonna be an experience. So. I'm pumped. Can't wait. Yeah. 
Yeah, we're we're excited. We're gonna have to get you to go, but uh, yeah, it's a little more. Um, so it seems like you, you we don't have to break you in with the camping because apparently <laughs> wow. that's that's a crazy story. <laughs> I, I think I could fall Good. asleep to country music. So <laughs> thinking about like what would be a good time, like if they continue to race at in Nashville on a yearly basis, that would be a hell of a fun race. Yeah, you got some friends down there too. Yeah, I do. Yeah, it would be, but just between the whole city scene there and like the track being in town like i i, I don't know i feel like it would be a, it could be a hell of an opportunity to have some fun <laughs> so I think for me darlington and martinsville are two i want to go to yeah uh, i think those two alone would be unbelievable but outside of that i think phoenix would be a cool track with the uh, with with like the stands in the in the in the, uh, in the up in the mountains and stuff with the views, I yeah. think that'd be beautiful too. But and that's Daytona, like all the way course, across. The, right? Well, Daytona is on everybody's list, right? Yeah. But Brent, be... you've been there. You've been there. Nashville. No, Daytona. You've been to Daytona. Oh yeah. Not for the not for the five hundred. Yeah, but you've been. You've been. You've I didn't know that. Track and everything. Yeah. Yeah, my dad and I went down to watch. Um, uh, it wasn't NASA. It was SCCA. Uh, championship race there a few years back. It was kind of weird because the track was really not set up for fans because most people don't go watch amateur racing. Um, yeah. but, uh, but the facility, you know, just, just an impressive place. It's, it's yeah, holy it's, grail. A very, it's a very impressive place. Yep, it was the Holy Grail. Pretty cool. Holy yes, grail. obviously they were, they, were, they were on the road course at the time, yeah. but uh, got to watch like uh, 52 spec Miatas push themselves around the Daytona road course. It was... Uh, <laughs> It was funny. It was wild. They they bump draft all the way around the track because those cars okay. have no power. So two cars will pair up and literally push each other the entire way around the oval um, on the road terrifying. course and blow, and blow by cars that didn't have a have a drafting buddy. It was <laughs> it was crazy. They might as well put them on the oval. You know, <laughs> just might as well. Uh, they got it down. They've been practicing, but yeah. I feel like, like, like you, Matt, you said Phoenix, right? Yeah. yeah that's, that's the track that you're interested in. Yeah. I feel like Phoenix, from what I hear about that place, yeah, like you're talking about, like, there's that mountainside seating you can do. Oh, very and cool. and yeah. I've heard the camping there is insane. So I feel like Phoenix, you would have to, like, fly to, like, Denver, rent an RV with, you know, 10 of your friends and road trip it from Denver and then, like, either fly out of phoenix because you don't want to drive that freaking rv back to denver because you're just gonna wreck it yeah i want to clean this like one I, up we'll leave this to the yeah, next guy I, just, yeah. I feel like that would be the move out west like heck driving yeah. from east would be insane that would be nuts yeah there's no way that's we don't have enough time today yeah. we'd be way too hyped up you know yeah, yeah. I, I would drink a whole oh, case right. by the time we got to like the mississippi river <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! Well, folks, that was a uh, any weather predictions for Texas, Drew? I'm gonna I'm gonna dump yeah. that on you. Oh man, where's the race? I didn't look at anything. But, I know you uh, didn't. Let That's me why I'm dumping it, it on you. Let me pull it up. It's in Fort Worth. Fort Worth. Worth. Yeah. They've been getting a lot of rain. It's not Texas. good. Last time no. they were there, it took like three days to run the race. <laughs> That's <right>. insane. <laughs> let's let's take a look. See here. Take, take a ponder there, bud. All right. Take a little ponder. Use that I mean, college look, education and that government. Look, look, look into my my uh, magic eight ball here. Best job he's in the world. It. He's shaking it. He's shaking yeah. it right now. Shake it. <laughs> Sunday? Sunday race? 
Uh, is it a Sunday? Yeah, yeah, it's a Sunday. I think Sunday night. Um, Sunday night. Hundred yeah. percent, it's going. Whoa. One hundred. Yeah, it's gonna be nice. Um, ninety-four degrees, typical. Actually, probably oh, maybe Jesus. maybe a little cool for Texas for this time of year. Um, and then, yeah, I, I actually looked up and thinking, oh, sweat to death. Yeah. Is it a night race or are they racing during the day? Yeah, so the the open is at six, which you like okay. you're saying is the race in for the non all stars. <laughs> And then the all-star race is at eight, eight o'clock. So, so it's gonna be a that's cool. Race. I like the heat race idea. Like that, that's. I think it's brilliant. I think it's a, it's a, it's a definitely something that the sport's missing. So. Yeah, hopefully someone wins a million bucks. Let's go. I hope have to be. I don't think. I don't think like if you were not voted in, right? I don't think you can win the million, can you? Or is it whoever wins? I I hope it's whoever wins. I hope they're not doing okay. that to these kids. You know, let's go to Tyler Reddick up there. Oh no, he's in it. Um. He won a race. Who uh, Reddick run yeah. this year, right? Yeah. The entry list is. Did Watermelon Kurt. Man make it in? Uh, Who got the no. fan vote? No. So the list is Kurt, Brad, Austin Dillon, Harvick, Larson, of course, Newman, Chase, Denny, Blaney, Kyle, MTJ, Steve Bell, Slowy Logano. Wow. All star Drew, how do you feel about that? Slowy slogano. I guess they just hand, I guess they just hand that out to everyone. You know? yeah, he, he won on <laughs> the dirt, buddy. He won on the dirt. <laughs> How's my boy Brad Keselowski doing? A big race team owner, Drew. You hear? No. So yeah, allegedly. Allegedly, he's switching to. Uh, he's gonna be a full time driver for Roush Fenway team next year, and uh, he's taking part ownership in the wow. deal. Good for him setting himself yeah. up for after you know life after racing. Gotta Smart like that. Man. Gotta gotta respect Smart that. Smart man. Yep. That team needs a little energy too. So let me look at thing. the open list. The open list is everybody else, I guess. Yeah. Melon man. So uh, he put out he's a great. Gotta, he's got to. He's got to get in through the open to get in. Okay. He'll win it. He's gonna win it. Uh, you see is in there. Is he? Cendric James Davison. Oh God. Oh, let's go. Wood or at uh. That's our friends. Yeah. Cody Rick, Ware. Rick Ware Racing. Oh, it's the rest of the field. It's everybody else? Is this like a B main? Yes. Pretty, yeah, pretty much. So, yeah, it's, Qu- it's Quinn Huff, Corey LaJoy, Tyler Reddick, Eric oh. Almarola, David Starr. Jesus. Christ. David Starr? Yeah. He's, he's in the Xfinity series. Okay. So Drew, there's a, there's a team called Rick Ware Rick Ware Racing. Mm-hmm. They field four cars and they have four charters, right? That means they can run at every race. And they're terrible. You know, <laughs> they're trash, right? They don't even have a merchandise website because I wanted to buy a shirt. Mm-hmm. That's how awesome they are. Yeah. And they race like four three Chevys and a Ford. Is that like, who Slowy drives for? Whoa! <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! That's the best with you, Adam. Sorry. <laughs> I should probably become more knowledgeable about NASCAR race, before. I like it, though. I like it. I like yeah, it. You want to stop. So, Brent, look at drivers. Did you pick a driver yet? I know you're Cendric in the, in the Xfinity. No, well, I, I do like Cendric in Xfinity, but uh, it, truly an Xfinity uh, Moffat would be my guy because I get oh. to meet him. So. But, okay. Um, but, yeah, for, for Cup, I don't really uh, – I haven't haven't fully decided. 
on my on my cup guy yet. So that's okay. I have to wait. You can, do we have a, Do we have a top three? Uh, eh, I don't. I don't know. We got. We got. We got that kind of time to get into that kind of. You're not going to that. All right, playing his cards uh, close to his chest. That's fine. He needs more. <laughs> in, he needs more seat time. He needs. More You're seat right. Time. Man, the man has jumped into this it's and is taking off front. So, no, I, I'm trust me, bud. I'm not. You know, I'm real shy about who I like too. So I definitely understand it. So, hopefully, you pick somebody with some attitude. Just not Kyle. As a whole. Yeah, just not. Oh, well, we're not. I mean, we know we're not going. That that did you have it? Even have to bring that up? My goodness. <laughs> I, I know, I know. But uh, oh my god. But yeah, buddy. We'll see. But uh, what do we say, folks? Anything? Any other breaking topics? What else? I feel like we're missing something. Did we hit all the the high points tonight? I mean, we usually do yeah. picks, but this is kind of a circus weekend, so. Yeah, Ross Chastain. That's my pick. Ross Chastain. Tweeted about watermelons today. Tweet about watermelons today. You see that, Adam? Yep, I did. I did. Yep. About how a watermelon can have like what seven servings in yeah. one watermelon. Yeah. So I drove this guy right. This kid, he drives a forty-two car and cup. His name's Ross mm-hmm. Chastain. He is the seventh generation watermelon farmer from Florida. Oh man! <laughs> watermelon awesome. paint scheme. We got a watermelon paint scheme. Oh, it was a, so like the pickup but the pickup part of the truck was filled looked like it was filled with watermelons. Oh, that's amazing. amazing. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, and like at one point he gave an interview about what happens if this doesn't work for you, Ross. He's like, I'll go back to farming watermelons. <laughs> oh like man. Like yeah. I don't think you're gonna find too many watermelon farmers in F one. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, Oh my God! Absolutely. Only people amazing. who are using it to launder money—that's the only. Oh, <laughs> yikes! Criminals. Yikes. You're not wrong. <laughs> uh, so, Drew, you need to find something out for me on F1. Okay. You got to figure out what Ferrari was doing when they were cheating. That they that they um they closed the letter on, and they're not going to let anybody know between the FIA and Ferrari. We got to oh, figure man. that out. Giving me homework. All right. Yeah, I'll look at it. Okay, I have some theories. So, we'll see. Ferrari. I might look into it and uh, you know wake up, yeah, wake up uh, with a with a black letter hand or whatever, or a uh, horse head in my bed. You know what I mean? If I, if I start asking around, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, I'll see what I can do. So, Drew, and what if you do? If you do find it and it's in the middle of the night, you can always call in and leave us a message. We have a we have a recording service here that our wow. social media team monitors. Okay. Yeah, Adam, what, tell the folks what it's at, what it's about. So if you go to anchor.fm forward slash um, LAR NASCAR pod, uh, that service will allow you to record a message and uh, save it. And then we can insert your comments into an episode. Oh, okay. Sweet. So yeah. it's like you could be there, but not really be there. But oh, Brent tried it. Sounds like he had some technical difficulties this past week. Um, that's because I'm an idiot, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> now it's your intelligence, friend. It was probably that sweet, sweet Ohio internet. <laughs> so that that wasn't helping. Although they had much better cell service at the track this time than I have ever experienced before. Nice. Well, they that NASCAR money was in town. Yeah. <laughs> right, they brought in a cell tower. It, it, you know, probably. we had a flyover. Did you? What was it? It was. It was a. Um, I think it was a turbo prop. It was a prop something transporter. Um, first I thought it was it was a B fifty two. I'm like, it ain't that it ain't that big. But 
Two engine, four engine? Four. That's the C-130. Four. Okay. C-130J, yep. probably. The turboprop. That's about right. Sounds about right. Yeah, off in the distance. Off in the distance. I'm like, oh my god, it's a it's a B fifty two. Yeah, that'd be amazing. I'm like, ah oh, no, no, the wings aren't swept back. And then it got closer. Yeah. It was, was probably jet, jet, yeah. C one thirty sounds right. Yeah, and they're jets too. Oh yeah. so, dude, like I was in the Air Force or something, you know? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> All right, folks. Nice. Any well, closing remarks? I, what do you got, the Adam? The only closing remark I have is, now that I know Drew is a Mark Martin band, I'll add that to my eBay search of vintage gear. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. Got to get on the Ebays and check out all the old NASCAR gear. Oh, Drew. Stuff it's, out there. it's a gold mine. They're, uh, I found the Furniture Row Crew Jack Crew pullover that I own oh. now. So. Nice. <laughs> Yeah, I did. I sure did. That was a no-brainer. Actually, I I I, I bartered with the gypsy there for a little bit too. <laughs> Made him an offer, you know. I found there you that. Bartered found down a, a little bit. I found a lunchbox. Okay, you know how you have that diehard battery one you used yeah. to carry around all the time. Yeah, the igloo. Sure you still have it. Oh, sure um, do. I found one exactly like that, but instead of like the battery top lid, it was Dale Senior's car. Oh, what they want for it? A million dollars. One was it one million dollars? God damn! It. No, no, no. It was like hundred fifty. I'm like, that's too much for a lunchbox. That's too much for a lunchbox. <laughs> now, that, would it be badass? Well, that's, that's, that's where Adam goes lunch. If you yeah. send your, your your kids to school with a Dale Senior lunchbox, you'll you're doing it. That's all I'm gonna say. Instant, instant street cred. Instant <laughs> street cred. <laughs> Walk off the school bus carrying it. You're like, look at this. It's amazing. I am looking for gargoyles though. We're in the hunt. We're in the hunt. I mean, their their legit ones are on there, like real. Like I've seen signed pairs, and they want like three four hundred right? bucks. Yeah. But like, there's a company, there is a gargoyle company that sells a Dale Senior version, uh, <laughs> and they're a hundred bucks. It's not a bad deal. Uh, so uh, I did find you did find the pants though for the Dale Dale the Dale pants for the yeah the, the cruise, I'm the cruise ex- shirt. Yeah, so. I'm excited about Bristol because. With all the fanfare coming back in full capacity, I'm, I'm understanding that like all like a lot of people sell there, like vendors and stuff. So. Oh really? Uh, like yeah, street, I'm gonna like bring the... some walking cash. Oh buddy, it's <laughs> a problem. That's where, good stuff. That's where we go broke. Brent's got to bring in a truck, so you can fill the bed. Woo! Get that big effort. All right, folks. We'll keep the shiny side up and the rubber side down. Drew, once again, thanks for jumping in, buddy. Thanks for uh, giving us your stories and your, your your extreme knowledge of F1. And we loved it, man. And we'd love to have you back. Yeah, thanks, boys. Appreciate it. Uh, anytime, really. Just let me know. That's thanks, it. Drew. We appreciate yeah, thanks, y'all. Guys. Enjoy the race this weekend, Texas, and uh, enjoy the B-Main. So let's go, Martin Truex. <laughs> enjoy the B-Main. <laughs> <laughs> uh.